Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is Sharon Smith, and this is Iambic po- Iambic Poetry Podcast presents Real Poetry. We're back. Woo! Yes. <laughs> As you can hear, I am Sharon Smith, and I'm here once again with my popcorn snatchers, Auntie Vice and Marvin. Say what up. What up? What up? Happy holidays, all. <laughs> And we're back once again. I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back in the Christmas season. You know, we didn't have, there was nothing for Thanksgiving. So what the heck's the point? <laughs> so we're going to do Christmas season now and poetry and songs and everything. People get in the Christmas spirit. But for us, we watch Christmas films. <sighs> Yeah, it was a real Christmas fucking miracle. So this Sharon picks. That's all I gotta say is these are Sharon picks. So these this is the Rankin the Rankin and Bass animation movies that we are gonna go look after this time. I put in as part one because I didn't know how much information we put out, but I said I think I might just give them two because we go into their whole thing. We're going to probably lose half. We're going to be all sleep and disturbed by the same thing. This thing's over with. But um, Rankin and Bass Animation Entertainment started in the 1960s. And it was an American. It was first and formerly known as Video Cast International. Um, then became Rankin and Bass. Was an American production company located in New York, New York, known for seasonal um, television um, specials, usually done at with stop motion animation. So, for people who know stop motion animation is, if you stop motion animation, if you see the Legos or if you've seen Nightmare Before Christmas, that was stop motion animation. A lot of the Tim Burton movies is stop. Um, a lot of Tim Burton animation movies is stop motion animation with the clay with clay figures and stuff. These are the kind of similar the same things. So, with that, they did their stop motion and was very recognizable with the, the visual style of their um, doll like um, characters with their and the body parts they used, and also the powdery snow used in the animation they call Animagic. They coined that. Often, traditional cell animation um, scenes with falling snow will be projected over the action and create an effect of a snow a snowfall. So, nearly all the all the studio animation was outsourced to a Japanese animation company, such as MOM Production or Mushi Production or Topcast. Rankin and Bass was the first. Of the was one of the first Western studios to outsource their low budget animation television and film production to animating um, and animation studios in foreign countries and others already practicing animation outsourcing, including Total TV and King's Features. So, out of it all, even Hanna Barbera did that, but out of it all, they were the first to get it started. And the ones we're going to do today, folks. We're going to talk about Santa coming to town, which was done, which was in 1970, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which was done in 1968. These two, these two movies. If you haven't heard the songs, these were basically high power. These were basically high um, um songs in the years they became 
sing-alongs and things for kids to see. And you know what? They took it on themselves to say, hey, why don't we make movies out of these? And they did, folks. If y'all don't know the songs, I'm not going to sing. You didn't them. grow up in the U.S. <laughs> like that, you're going to assume if you grew up in the U.S., you know the fucking songs. Really, you have to. You're be, forced, yeah. Really, in the U.S. I don't know. I don't know if they sing them anywhere outside the U.S. I believe they do. They they sing it. They in definitely Europe. sang it. But I they also say this. Europe. But I also say this is like someone who didn't really celebrate Christmas growing up. God damn, I forgot how creepy these fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Look, kids, a nightmare with Nazis. <laughs> so, <laughs> And just how deeply unsettling some of its sentiments on shit was. Like, God damn. <laughs> like, again, I still... I, I remember, like, seeing it from time to time when I was, like, a child, right. but I never really put two and two together. Like, this is some creepy-ass shit. <laughs> like, I remember the they were a little creepy and then as an adult i'm like holy fuck yeah and i watch horror movies on the regular like, uh-huh. I, I regularly seek out good horror movies look and i will say this like till i die american horror movies fucking suck okay and foreign horror movies are good but i think i found like a good niche here for the <laughs> americans it's this type of animation this shit is fucking horror crazy. holiday yeah hell yeah it's fucking creepy like you put po- this is this is polar express before polar express wow oh yeah dude anytime like some american like this wants like americanized company wants to like make some holiday movie you know it's going to be a horror shit show <laughs> look so, kids a nightmare so i want to make a correction on the time rudolph the red nose reindeer was done was made in the year of 1964 so yeah, it was yeah. um Santa Comes to Town was the 70s. Yeah. yeah. John Kennedy got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> True that. But <laughs> True that. We, we just go real dark from the top here, folks. But as you notice, with um we'll first start off talking about since since um Rudolph, since Rudolph was 964, why don't we start off with the time dates? Why don't we go with Sovereign Rudolph, which was basically narrated by Burl Imes. It was basically saying through, he sang three songs already. He sings three songs. He sang Holly Jolly Christmas, and he, uh, he sang Singer, Silver and Gold, and uh, what was the third one? Uh, was that Wonderful Time? Of, no. Crap. No. Was that, what song did he sing? Last song. Crap. Holly Jolly Christmas. Whatever your grandma got banged to at Christmas, that's what Bar Alive sang. Wow. <laughs> oh, he did, he did Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, Holly Jolly Christmas, and Silver and Gold. He did the actual song, too. So, so yeah. So, if you didn't know who Bar Alive was, Bar Alive was an actual t- um, radio television ra- radio star who basically... As time, he he was a very good singer and stuff, and got himself a stardom from there. Uh, he died, but you know, like everyone else does. So let's let's go. Let's give our thoughts. Um, Marvin, would you like to go first? Boo! Ouch! <laughs> God, dude, look, these movies were fucking terrible. Again, I didn't celebrate Christmas like everybody else did because you know my family was Chinese. <laughs> what the fuck like just what in the absolute fuck 
okay what 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 the fuck what what give me a just a short overview I, of why just, you said what the fuck <laughs> dude it is just the creepiest thing to watch people like turn a specific holiday in a country where they're going we are christians harumph and then turn a pagan holiday into that that religion like it, I, I know we want to talk about rudolph first but again santa comes to town was like the weirdest fucking thing <laughs> in the world for me they were like we're, let's just give out presents on the day before jesus was born dude what the fuck what in the absolute fuck I'm not even Christian, and I already understand how fucking batshit stupid that was. Uh, uh, okay, I think we're going for a set of come to town first. Yeah. <laughs> to I, I just need to, like, I just go, really go need ahead. to, like... Got a vent? Yeah, that was so fucking stupid and so fucking weird. Like, oh my god. That was dumb. That was just super dumb. So we should let Sharon do the intro to Santa coming to town, and then... Sorry for the weird pause there. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Like, I just, I just need then, to get that then, out. Then, yeah, because we oh we god. gotta was... we need to talk about that one. So do screw that, and then you can cut out a big chunk of the beginning yes. and, and go. Yes, oh my god! I'll, I just need to get that. I feel so good now getting that so off my chest. We will oh. start off with Santa Claus is coming without the G to town. Come in town. Coming to town. They even made sure they got grammar wrong. <laughs> they also they also ensured that future generations would make it a sexual innuendo. <laughs> so Santa Claus Coming to Town was done in 19, 1970. It was another stop motion film. It, the stars of the voices, the voices who starred in it was Fred Astaire, Mickey Rooney, Keenan Weens, Robbie Lester. Joan Garner and Paul Freeze, and also had the assistance of a song performance by the Westminster Children's Choir. The film was the story of how Santa Claus and several Claus-related Christmas traditions came to be. The hit song, Santa Claus Coming to Town, was written by J. Fred Cook and Haven Gillespie. Introduced on the radio by Eddie Cantor in 1934, and is the story of St. Nicholas. Now, let's go into thoughts. Marvin. (laughs) This was a weird fucking movie. This was a really weird fucking movie. Okay. And, And I don't give a fuck. If I'm not allowed to have... It's a nightmare before Christmas and all the joy that was robbed of me because Tim Burton turned out to be a racist. Boomers can't have this. Wow. (laughs) This was a weird movie for all the people in the U.S. who were like, oh, hey, Jesus. Yeah, there's a very specific scene that I'm referring to where they go, hey, Santa, when should we give gifts out so that we can do this efficiently and he, they all decide let's do it on the day that before jesus was born let that- me just say the way the story set up though that 
the, December 24th is also his anniversary. I am convinced he's just doing it to get out of having to remember to celebrate that shit and make plans with Mrs. Claus. Oh, hell like, yes. This, this is, this is a, a husband dodge right here. Has nothing to do with religion at that point. It's just like, I don't want to fucking have to buy you two presents. You get oh, Christmas yeah. Eve and I'm, I'm out and then I'll give you your Christmas Day present. Can we also just like mention how weird it was to have like the antagonist group sound German? <laughs> Straight up Nazi. Those were fucking Nazi uniforms like, on the, them. The, that was super fucking weird. I get that World War II was 30 years ago, but was it with the U.S. always like making some politicized image of their enemies in the children's thing? It's like, we will, oh, you, you know, we gotta propagandize it soon. Well, Start and on top of young. that, the Burgermeister, the, the, the evil. Yes head of the town is fat and disabled like they just cashed in on all sorts of fucking tropes here oh my god hell yeah and and how do you have a kid raised in germany with the name spelled c-l-a-u-s and get claws and not klaus come on it's klaus people if it's in german there were so many things with this film like you got nazis you got like the the rainbow gate like the town he gets raised in is called rainbow town or rainbow no, somber town yeah but they talk but they, no they call it rainbow something in the beginning no 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 it's, it's still called somber town okay but they talk about it being rainbow something in the beginning there's a big old rainbow that he ends up in with five men who group adopt this child and the big old fag have ta- auntie taunty whatever in it <laughs> raising him all right and he becomes this twink that gives out you know, gifts to kids in the nearby town as a lawbreaker and sings a song about the cost for a gift is you have to sit on my lap and give me a kiss. Like, oh, this shit oh, is freaky as that. shit. I forgot about that. Like, you got to sit on my lap. Give me a kiss. Don't be scared now. That was serious rape vibes. That <laughs> like, was serious it was- rapey vibes. I, I feel like if I were an adult right now and I heard that, this would be on break um dateline like absolutely be on dateline right you gotta twink singing sit on my lap and give me a kiss to a bunch of children this is like michael jackson fantasy land here like this is creepy as shit and then he's somehow portrayed as this massive lawbreaker because he's giving kids toys and then the woman that becomes mrs claus like breaks him out of jail after feeding lsd laced corn to the fucking reindeer like they can fly <laughs> oh my god and then the, you've got the winter wizard who's probably 40 because you know santa's hanging out with all these gay dudes so you look that old when you're 40 and you gay <laughs> and then he somehow loses all of his magic but there's no explanation no he's no disenchanted. he's just he's disenchanted and you have no idea like no that's what happens when you become 40 and gay you get disenchanted i think <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel like, like that's what happens to you when you're him. 40 and gay and then subscribe to the US norms. Right? And it was just Damn. like, oh my God, this is so. Yeah, I. Mm. No, like, he, I like, even like the, like, what was it? Like the winter, like, Wintermeister or something like that? Winter oh. Wizard? Winter oh. Wizard was like, he sounded badass as fuck. And then the moment, it, like, he. he Got emasculated. He turns into the, this crotchety ass. Oh man, just call me wizard. <laughs> winter, just call me winter. <laughs> or winters. Yeah, just call me winter. This, this is the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. This is yeah. the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. 
What? Mrs. Claus, I'll follow you anywhere, break you out of jail. This is all body Jessica. and claw. This is two steps away from what is that? Natural born killers. Oh, yes. Like you turn <laughs> gifts into gunshots, and this is natural born killers going on here. Like it is. Whew, I was. I. I I, I my think, adult brain could not wrap around this stuff. I think he tripped about more that he basically told Jessica it was going to be Miss Claus to tell the children to leave their door open, and I know which ones are going to get. The you, I know who's not in knife and leave your doors open so I can oh come in in the middle of the night. And then when that didn't work, let me call in through your chimney and put stuff in your socks, and tell them to leave their socks out so we can undermine the burgermeister. Creepy, creepy, creepy. This movie, for like supposed to be a like for a movie that's supposed to be for children, this had a lot of weird sexual innuendos on it. Again, but again, again, let us just talk about Jesus real quick, and then it's a family friendly. It'll be family friendly. Let us just make a Jesus reference here. Well, and not only can he talk to some animals, there's somehow a penguin in Germany. I am like I fucking forgot about the fucking penguin. <laughs> and he's Papa. raised by an entire clan of little little men with German accents and he ends up speaking like an American. But they all they all have made like dinkle, sinkle, tinkle, pinkle. D- yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you those names are just kind of feeding into what Auntie Vice is saying right, right? now. Right. I just I I can't I was like trying not to have my mouth agape through this whole thing. And I'm like <laughs> That was a good thing. If this was a real movie, they would have they would have found something to put back. Right. In that like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know how far I don't know how far um, north they were living, but they like they somehow managed were able to go all the way up to the North Pole into a place where even the animals don't go no more. <laughs> but they had enough resources to bring. I'm, yep. All I can. Okay, so this is how you know I'm an adult watching this film. Is they're like, we're going to run away from civilization all the way to the North Pole, but still have the resources to import all of that shit to build a castle and put a, a toy thing there. This is like Elon Musk level of rich guy crazy. Oh, it for sure is Elon Musk rich guy crazy. Do you know Santa came into some money living with those little men? Well, yeah. And I mean, they had enough to import all of that material to make a castle in the North Pole. If you go above the Arctic Circle, it's like whale blubber and snowmobiles. This is ice road truckers don't give that far. Like my practicality thing kicked in. I'm like, huh? What? (laughs) I may believe that birds deliver you the mail, but I am. And how did the penguin not go to the North Pole? I mean, how the the penguin didn't make it to the North Pole in that one. Like. No, no, it didn't. He he lived in Germany, but he couldn't go that far. Like, I have. I thought he no. did. No, he got up there. He did he up, get up there? Yeah, he was up there. He up there with the excavation. Well, see, here's my practicality thing. Of all the things in Germany, 1970s Germany, you're gonna just ban in that city toys, toys, toys. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pull a fucking Footloose before right. Footloose. <laughs> I, I just well and the songs have lines like we'll melt the faces off the clowns mm-hmm. like, oh my god yes like you put you know you that's something megadeth would scream <laughs> i was surprised megadeth didn't didn't cover the song in all fairness in all fairness megadeth would probably watch the shit out of this movie right you know, 
given how Dave Mustaine has been lately, especially in 2020. Oh yeah. He'd totally fall in line with this. And the whole meaning and message of the movie totally would fly over his head. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so weird. I mean, assuming the witch that it had, um, trying to use the song and him using words like you better not, better not pout, better not cry. I'm like, you see where I live at. <laughs> I have no toys. I have to do my laundry. And you want me to be happy? <laughs> All I got is chores and gray clothes. <laughs> He's looking at like. I, lo- I also love how Santa Claus is like, let me just put a blanket statement. You're all nice kids after I helped you break the wall. <laughs> after you sat on my lap and gave me a kiss. Yeah, this movie had a, like a really bad gray scale of like what was good and bad. <laughs> but I mean, just, well, how, but how was the animation to y'all? I mean, what was that LSD flash thing that she did when Jessica Claus starts singing? Like, that is straight out of Yellow Submarine. Weird ass. Like, just comes in out of clay. Get rid of the claymation, and then you start having a LSD trip in the middle of the goddamn film. Oh, but you know this is 70s. All the 70 cartoons back in those days did have that stuff. They had either- Not like this. No, no. Not, not the kids' cartoons. I'm having a hard time. I have a hard time believing this was from the 70s. I legitimately do. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming it was done like 68, 69. I mean, it took a long time. It just came out in the 70s. So it was bad. It was bad. But but y'all got to think that, you know, some, like you said, this was stuff was outsourced to the Japanese. Um, um, animation companies, so they got they had to get their way in too. So. Astro Boy was like in the seventies, and it was a lot better than this. Astro Boy, yes, Astro Boy was Astro Boy who needed to have a can of oil inserted into his ass. Wow, I didn't think about that, but damn, that's that's disturbing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> looked it up. I'm sorry. Astro Boy started in the 50s to the 60s, so it was still doing better. And in order to like get powered up, Astro Boy literally needed one of those little old school can of oils with a little nozzle thing that was colored red inserted into his ass to get powered up. That's a still scary. animated better than this. That's how I prepare to get motivated. <laughs> that's, what I'm gonna say. that's a little disturbing. I mean, that's why I got a lube shooter. It's more practical. <laughs> Anywho. Welcome and Merry Christmas, kids. Let's talk about Jesus for a minute. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's now I, family friendly. We said Jesus. <laughs> I did notice one thing at, as I was starting in. Somehow Jessica went from a skinny, slim self to being overweight as heck. I was like, wait a minute. Did they have any kids? You just got married. Both of both of them. They got married and they got fat. That's what happens. (laughs) It's because Santa likes them thick. (laughs) You gotta have. They're living in the North Pole. It's the only way she stays warm. Basically, well, 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 they're just like well. What happens when you eat elves? And there's nothing. What happened to I mean, did they grow? I mean, I mean, did they get a uh, another wealth of elf population? I mean, they have a lot of work to do. 
It's cold. I grew up in Idaho. When it <laughs> gets cold, all all you do when you're cold and you're bored in the winter is you fuck. There's a reason there's so many children in the middle of this country born in October and November. <laughs> there's a direct correlation. If it is cold in January, you're going to have a bumper crop of kids in October. That is true. I mean, I, I remember being in Washington. That was the same, mm-hmm. had the same boredom. So I understand. That's how they make more L's. It's cold all year round. So what you're they had is, no TV up there. There's no TV reception in the North Pole. They're but, banging. But I'm so saying what you're saying is not only did uh, Jessica Claus scare Santa straight, she also participated in child labor. Yes. Child labor? What? Mm-hmm. Got to put those baby elves to use. That's how you get those little tiny gadgets put together. Wow. Yeah, they're little delicate. Tiny hands are the only things to be able to make those toys. Wow. These things ain't assembling, you know, Hot Wheels. (laughs) Kid fingers are perfect for popping those things in. Wow. Okay. How do you think the MyPhones are made? Why do you think this this is done by a company that outsources? They knew the benefits of child labor. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. That went so far wrong. But as they pointed, you made you chose this movie. This hey, is your this fault. is a Sharon pay. Hey. You chose this movie, and you know how me and Auntie Vice are. <laughs> so, how do you feel about Fred Astaire being the narrator in this, or even Mickey know. Rooney being Claus? I'll let you feel this one, Auntie Vice. <laughs> well, when when Fred Astaire and just call me ST, I'm like, is D the last letter? Like, come on, it's something else you don't want to get at Christmas. Come on, like he was creepy too. The whole thing is creepy. There's nothing not creepy in this film. Like the Jessica character mm-hmm. looks straight up like the bar doll that Barbie was based on. Like she got the big old titties and the tiny little waist and the. <laughs> did you did you think it was kind of it kind of you when she basically said, "Ooh, a China doll." Yes, <laughs> that was super weird too. Yeah, I always wanted one, but I never could get one. For so, so she acted like a practical adult, but then by the magic of toys, toys, quote unquote, she believes in stranger danger. I don't think none of them believe in Stranger Danger. Even the wizard door open. Even the wizard warlock. Okay, okay. They didn't believe in Stranger Danger. They allowed Stranger Danger to happen. Yes, they allowed it. And did you notice that when they went to take the baby that was supposed to be Santa Claus to the orphanage, it was not called an orphanage. It was called a children's asylum. Asylum, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. No, it's a children's asylum. Is what they didn't have an orphanage. No. You know, because orphanage is such a terrible word to use in situations like this. <laughs> yeah, this asylum is, is so much better. It's so much politically correct. A children's asylum. I, I did love how the the animals were so active. They saw a child in the in the in the winter and took it away before the war, the winter warlock would come and get them. They put a bunch of bunch of um sticks and stuff and wait till he passed by. Then they grabbed him and took him over to the to the, the tinkles or the crinkles. Dingles, whatever. Dingle Kringle was the head elf. Dingle, yeah. Dingle Kringle. <laughs> and the animals were act. They were getting the mail. I mean, it's like okay, these animals are. They don't get paid for Jack. <laughs> you know, there's no unionization in any of this. So, like, it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Why don't we go to the next film? Because <laughs> as they as they hinted in this one. And they had Rudolph. 
Well, that's another film. <laughs> yes. The next one we're going to talk about is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which was done in 1964, which was done by Burl, um, which was narrated by Burl Imes. And Imes. No M. Imes. No, no M. I-V-E-S. Ives. Ives. There you go. Ives. Current, okay. And, okay, so right now, it's, um, it's 96, the boy, movie was done in 1964. It was first aired on December 6th. Oh, go figure. 1964. Uh, on NBC. And was sponsored by G&E. GE. Under the umbrella of GE Fantasy Hour. You've scared Marvin away. <laughs> You literally, these films literally scared Marvin out of the room for a minute. He had to go get a breather and come back. Okay, so yes, that's exactly what happened. The the special was based on Johnny Marks' song "Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer," which it which was itself based on a poem, same name, written in 1939 by the Marks' brother-in-law, um, Robert L. Mays. Since 1972, the film has aired on CBS and has been unveiled in high definition and digital remastering. Did not help. Nope. <laughs> I'm actually convinced that the studio despises children. <laughs> Why do you say that? We're misfits too. <laughs> we are misfits. <laughs> Literally, we are misfits too. Rudolph and that stupid fucking elf are okay. Kirby the dissatisfied Kirby. elf who wants to become a, a fucking dentist. dentist. And a dentist. Name me one child who's like, I'm ready to go to a dentist. My dentist is my favorite fucking person ever. <laughs> well, and, and like, just the fact that he already hates work and is vaguely suicidal at the beginning of this film. And they're like, that's how it is. That You're yes. an elf. Suck it up. And I'm like, oh, my God. That is how the 70s dealt with mental illness. I, I thought of you, Marvin, when you was doing that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And then, again, for a, ship, for a movie that's all about, like, that capitalistic shit, we're like, buy them gifts for your children. Dude, this movie is, like, ensuring that your children hate you and America and society because, like, Kirby's boss sucks ass. Kirby wants to be a dentist and name one child who's like, I'm ready to get my teeth drilled in. And then they're singing about being misfits. Yo, I'm literally, I'm convinced this studio does not like children. And they definitely don't like disabled people because, like, you get Rudolph bowing with this disability. And first they're like, try to hide it. And as soon as it pops out, everybody makes fun of him. Even his dad's like, well, that's where it is. You're not my son anymore. Like, nearly disowns him. And then he goes, then he goes off. And then as soon as the kid has any value, the dad's like, yeah, I've been a supporter all the time. Like, this is some bullshit. Oh, the mom! The mom fucking sucks too. Oh yeah, the parents are horrible in this. They're like, we'll, we'll we'll just have to learn to to hide it. The Donners, yes. Yeah, Santa the Donners. Santa's fucking sucks. As Santa well. was an asshat. <laughs> oh, because is... because there's like the elf song. He's over there just. <sighs> I hate like, this fucking elf song. <laughs> like you know, you know what? the North Pole has depicted the corporate life 
so fucking well. Yes, the non-union corporate life is the goddamn North Pole. I've maintained that for years. Yeah, the North Pole is my office to the fucking T. Damn. You're saying you have an unsatisfied executive officer who just didn't want to be there while another one over there like, yeah, keep working, folks. It's like, oh, mama. And well, then you got and- a manager who basically does, who basically changes up his voice. Swear me, you want to be a dentist. So when Santa comes out, hi, Santa, how you doing? <laughs> We're going to have a good time. Well, and let's talk about that. Not only, the, so the head elf has this grotesquely oversized, stereotypical Jewish nose in the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And it looks that. like he's wearing no fucking pants. Like, this is a disturbing character in and of itself and he's he's horrible and then like they go out and then they they get trapped by the abominable snowman so they knock him out rip out his teeth and push him over a cliff and when their bud the the yukon dude goes over the cliff with him like oh well we're a little sad let's go back on doing it and they're like oh you're alive so nice to come join us like they're just like well i guess he's dead and then they go back to the workshop like this is weird and disturbed yeah. And like when they're in the cave with the abominable snowman and Rudolph's been knocked out, the, the mom goes, "Well, aren't we going to get this over with?" No, no, the the co- Are, Clarice, Clarice, yeah. Are we going to end this? Like, just finish him. And I'm like, "Oh my god, you're just rooting for him to kill off your crush!" Like, I would this. I would say this movie had a lot of times where it was just a little bit off. It wasn't too adult. It just went a little bit too dark. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying this movie flat out ensured when the chil- the children who are watching it grew up into the 80s, they were definitely going to wind up using drugs. <laughs> You'd have to. Like, this is what your they parents were, are they, they were for sure after watching that. I was like, well, if my parents didn't love me and Rudolph taught me nothing was going to be okay, I'm I, I'm totally putting Sugar Booger up my nose. Sugar Booger. <laughs> well, and my own, thanks. Only- Thank you, Reagan. Right. And and my, my mental and physical well-being have nothing to do with it. As long as I can contribute to the, the corporate zeitgeist, that's the only time anybody going to value me i oh, loved yeah. it when um when they put on the little the little um what they was dirt or something on rudolph's nose he's like i can't breathe out of it say so you don't need to breathe you're gonna learn respect <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah the old american way right it wasn't what dad sounded like so it sounded like one of those um old um uh, baseball players i'm like yeah he's coming to me on come bear <laughs> him and hey, comet uh, I also oh, have no, to say, not. like when when they're doing reindeer tryouts, it's like, oh, yeah, reindeer cool, games. yeah, the reindeer games. Of course, it has to be like a PE based thing to like <laughs> to really sell your value. I mean, yeah, that 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 blue collar shit is kicking in real hard for well, you guys. Well, and it's so. only the males that get to train. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Reese is over on the sidelines, like batting her eyelashes that are on the wrong parts of her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> also, also. Rudolph sounds like a sickly child, and Clarice <laughs> sounds like an aging teenager with a sultry voice. The fuck? It's creepy. Well, the and how, do, how does he go away for three months and come back an eight-point buck? Yeah, seriously. Is it, He's less than a year old. He's an eight-point buck. You know, that right, puberty this is hit some hard. Time. This is some right, time. But it didn't hit her at all. Oh, she yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. change at all in that time. Well, you know, you got to learn the good old American fashion value system. <laughs> The women must remain young, docile, and prepubescent, yeah, and pure, quote unquote, as yeah. ever. And you know, the man got to put some hair on his chest, 
And that's exactly what happened. By killing, apparently, your friend and whatever your enemy is that you just ripped the teeth out of. Like, good God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. There, there was America def- don't, certainly has its uh, value system on, right? So the longevity of a reindeer is 15 years in the wild and 20 years in captivity. So, uh, let's see. This, what? this, this reindeer is aging faster than our poodle Hank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got up there. I, I ain't gonna lie. He did get up there. But, but, but here's the creepy part. Didn't you kind of feel like this is, this is basically the Lion King without the death of Mufasa? No. This no. felt like, no, the whole hit, the whole spectrum of him leaving his nest, him going out into the wild, him basically growing up. But he's not, he went because his father rejected him, not because his father was killed. And then his dad's like, yeah, I've been here all the time. I've always been supporting well, you now his, that you have value. Well, remember his dad well, went well, up there Simba. too. Simba also left because That's he felt guilty. Yeah. But then when he came back, it was purely because he was absolved for, or not ex- absolved. He was exonerated purely because he did nothing wrong. And I mean, he did nothing wrong. Rudolph did nothing wrong, but it wasn't, he didn't leave because he was, he, he felt he did something wrong. He he left because he got ostracized. Right. And as I'm saying, it's, it's somewhat the same way. I mean, he didn't do nothing wrong, but they ostracized him and got rid of him. I don't see it as the same. No, me neither. I I I see this one purely as the yep. America's fucked up, man. So no, what about shit. the misfit toys and the lion who basically is the king over them? Well, he the lion's the king over, but but he makes them all basically as slaves. He's like, you go take him here, you do this, you do that. Like I I decide who stays and who goes, and as a you know, you're not misfit enough. <laughs> Like, talk about some fucking gatekeeping. Yo. You can't call yes, it out. gatekeeping. But, dude, I swear to God, this movie had to, like, have formed some young punks at one point or another. <laughs> because this was, like, literally for, like, ten years before the Misfits started. Like, yeah, th- this this is totally how the Misfits got their name. And this is how the Misfits got it. And, and, and it kind of sucked. They kind of suck now. And can I just say the Island of Misfit Toys is just Pixar's cast? Yes. <laughs> you got a pink polka dotted elephant. You've got yeah. You've got all the weird stuff. And I'm like, no, no, this is just Pixar cast and waiting. Like oh, they got oh, these guys oh, yeah. down in central casting ready to pull into any Pixar film they want. Oh yeah. Charlie in the box. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. That that that's some straight up Pixar yep. imagination right there. Yeah. Before Pixar was Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> What are you going to say, Auntie Vice? You a laugh. good old Charlie in the box. <laughs> I, I'm using that as slang now. <laughs> Can I pop the Charlie out of the box? Pop a Charlie. <laughs> you popping the Charlie? As long as you, you never know when it's going to come up. As long as you just don't use sit on my lap and don't be scared and give me a kiss <sighs> to get a toy, I'm okay. <laughs> like, we all knew Santa was creepy, and this verifies it. Like,. I, I, dude, I swear to God, like, the, I think this movie is probably why I was terrified of Santa when I was growing up. Right? Really? Like, I legitimately remember I cried when I first met Santa when my parents tried doing some Christmas shit. It's like, dude, no, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, <clears throat> so speaking of which, which Santa would, <laughs> did you more disturb? Was Santa Chris, um, Chris Kringle Santa or Chris Kringle. Skinny Santa? <laughs> 
No, Chris Kringle is straight up creepy as shit. Oh, flat out. <laughs> I can deal with skinny Santa. Mrs. Claus is just trying to stuff him like a Christmas goose. Like, and you realize if two days before I, Christmas, I relate. He- I relate with skinny Santa though. <laughs> right. I too understand what you feel. I too hate my job in corporate America. Me and skinny Santa, we rocking on the same thing. Like, I feel like me and skinny Santa. We we we'd probably go out to the bar together. And we're like, oh, I fucking hate my life. Fuck this job. So what do you say, Santa's Santa's on off hours. He's just going to the bar and just, he's he's drinking up with Sam, the the snowman. Like, How do you think he gets a red nose and a paunchy belly? Yes, liver failure. L- liver failure and a keg belly. Yes, yes. Like me and me and Santa, we would probably go to a brewery. Santa drunk. could drink you under a table. Oh, wow. without a doubt. Wow. He didn't, he gained all that weight from bar food and shit ton of beer. Wow. Uh-huh. And somehow he's able to still be spry as hell. And the and disabled reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he looks- he, he's knocking them off. He's knocked off all the dis- other disabled ones. That's why they're hiding Rudolph's nose. They're like, it's- careful, he sees it, you're venison. Like- I'm, like, I'm also saying, it's like Auntie Vice said, what else are you supposed to do in the North Pole but drink and fuck? And Santa Claus definitely has an iron liver. So hey, he's so, German. They they're built for that. Trust me, I got German heritage. So so here's one thing that bugged me. What the heck one? was yes, one thing. The only one what thing did, bugged you. What was the sound? Well, first of all, what powered Rudolph's nose? He's Shame. not a light bug or anything. Shame. <laughs> I would I too would have a red nose from the shame of being casted in this. And two, why did he make so much noise every time he's right? What the hell is that whistling that going whistling? on? <laughs> is that him breathing? So let me have a booger up there that's just basically. <laughs> you know, every time I saw that thing blink, you know what it reminded me of? Operation the game. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's about as appealing of a sound, too. <laughs> Just feel like just like Donald Trump took it to the side. Come here, boy. Let me just blow your nose, God dog. Right? They got one of those old booger suckers. And that that's all that it would take to fix. They just didn't have a booger sucker. They don't make those in the old oh, factory. Man, and he became and Kirby became a dentist by his first dental appointment. By he didn't go to out- school either. They just like you're, you're showing up on Tuesday. You know, he's just grabbing old rusty pliers. Yeah. Well, he did grab over our supplies and take out the freaking snowman's of the abominable snowman's teeth. <laughs> well, he was fixing the doll's teeth. Like, what the fuck was wrong with the doll's teeth that you had to fix them? Well, like, what janky ass dolls are you sending out, Santa? At the same time, you know this is how a serial killer is made. Like, you know, yes, practic- yes, this is exactly wow. how he's practicing on a doll, and then someone he really hates, he pulls out the teeth. He's halfway to Dexter, right here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and then and then he gets to live the American dream of fucking his boss over next the next day. Yo, Kirby's living the American dream. <laughs> I thought he was a misfit. Kirby, <laughs> the depressed elf. He's a depressed elf. He's a misfit. And then he finds out he gets to have just desserts with his ex boss. Right? Oh, that's the if that's not the American dream. I don't know what is. But remember like, they. <laughs> but during quitting, the, during, quitting is the American dream. See that, no, that quitting that's right there, and then having a round of fisticuffs with your boss. <laughs> see, out of the whole thing, they said, "What other job you gonna find than be an elf?" And the whole time the song was saying, "Just being a misfit, I quit. I don't fit in." It's like. 
Well, just quit. That's TikTok right there. That's all that's on TikTok right now is I quit. Oh, okay. yeah. Really? But I support this. I, I yeah. fully support yeah, this. Yeah, this is TikTok is the island of misfit toys. I'm sorry. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great and I support it. <laughs> go go Gen Xers with your fucking misfit shit. Show the working class. Huh? I thought those millennials now. No, X- we're we, no, we're into Gen Z. Millennials are even too old for TikTok. <laughs> like uh, we're up to Gen Z, guys. What what are you talking about? This millennial loves the shit out of TikTok. We watch <laughs> it. They don't watch us on TikTok. We watch them though. We'll watch oh, that shit. That's true. They, that's they're true. not watching us. Nobody cares what you and I have to say. That oh. is very true. That is very Ouch. true. I'm a little hurt by this, but that's very true. Ouch. Hey, look, I I spent a lot of time putting up my sex ed videos there, and I know that nobody really cares what an old white queer has to say but like i still do because job uh yeah. <laughs> it's like you're kirby <laughs> oh i like my job though i just don't like have to be on tiktok <laughs> wow. but you know that's the thing though they fucking totally have proven their that platform's here to stay instagram has gotten way too commercialized uh well, modified for monetary once it was taken over by facebook that was it like that's what mean, that's the uh, day no, it no, died it's, instagram no, no, no. it's not facebook anymore apparently it's a uh, meta meta there we go yeah it's just rebrand that's like philip morris calling itself a tria we still yeah. know you're selling cigarettes and beer like come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> i say this is it's my former employer <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is there anything you else you like to say about this? These two fine, played all the time movies for century. Well, it's actually been. You know, if you look at it, it's been since nine seventy, and it's already twenty. You know, oh Jesus, years. these are sixty years. years. Sixty-four. Um, yeah, real quick. three years. It'll be sixty years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real quick. If you're still showing your children this, stop <laughs> now. It's still on CBS and NBC. What? Stop. Creepy Nazi fucks. Come they, on. They, they redigitized this and made it look better. No, no, no stop. There's no, there's no, there's no improving that. That this is a two bagger. This is a two bagger. If this was a set, if this was a one night stand, this would be a two bagger. This wow. would be. This is this is worse than K-pop shame fuck. Wow. I'm really hurt by that. That hurts me too. That one hurt me. That one hurt me. At least it's not Burl Ives watching you as you do it. That one hurt a little bit. That one hurt hurt a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking about bad dates, and I love that story. You're you're allowed to tell anyone, anyone that I had that experience. That's it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and that still is much more entertaining and child appropriate than these films. (laughs) Yes. Did anybody think it was weird that the the squirrels basically had gold nuggets and they basically had to weigh it off? And he took a bite out of it and got mad and looked at freaking Berlin said. This is bullcrap. This 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 rock doesn't give me no nutrients. Screw and the, the lyrics to that song. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the lyrics of Silver and Gold, it's weird. It's downright weird. Oh yeah. How so? It's like these have value because they make us happy. And what would be a tree without silver and gold? I'm like alive. <laughs> <laughs> Still filtering the air. It's it's this uh, Rudolph was sent out a lot of mixed signals, yo. Yeah, 
it it struggled really hard to go. You can go against the norm in 1960s America, which was all about fuck Vietnam and fuck them hippies. Well, this is no. This started being produced in the early 60s. Before that, I mean, yeah, that 64. part of the movie had just oh, started. Yeah, you're right, but you're there's right. still very much a heavy pressure to fit in to corporate standardized America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, Right, and then and, and then at the same time, it's like, but gold and silver, gold and silver. Yeah, hey, get you your gold and silver. Help the U.S. economy. Yep. Oh, what are you going to be shop. a dentist? Yeah. Come on, exactly. you be in be in the production line. So consume, so, consume. So hold yeah. on. So was so are the misfit toys a good thing or are they just? toys that we haven't sold yet they're unhappy because they <laughs> haven't been taken in by a kid like if you're not in that line of production then you have no value and that you should be unhappy yeah that's essential with the movies damn y'all y'all it's look too far deep in this <laughs> this is what happens when you allow like raging radical progressives to watch these family-friendly shit corporate bullshit wow that, that that hurts. As Marvin drinks a co- Coke facing the screen. <laughs> in the Coke. bottle. In the glass bottle. <laughs> Coke, please sponsor me. Literally. We'll, 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 bullshit, we'll talk about the bullshit of corporate America, but, you know, we could go for some underwriting for this podcast. <laughs> then get sponsorship from Hedwig in the background. Yours. Jeez. Okay. Well, as you hear, we had our opinions about it. But right now it's time to go into Snap Judgment, where we basically rate and review the movies that we have seen. And we do it in snap increments. We're doing the snaps. If it's three snaps, this movie is the greatest thing ever. It's still playing and its syndication is epic. Show your children. Yeah. Three snaps is show your kids. Two snaps. It's not that bad, but it's not that good. One snap. This movie should be taken out just like that abominable snowman's teeth. They gave him no teeth. He was gums. How are they supposed to eat now? How are they supposed you know, to eat? You know, <laughs> in the animal world, if, if they break their jaw, that animal's like super fucked. Yeah, <laughs> so super fucked. Like super fucked. And what do they do? They make him hold up elves to put the goddamn star. No, no, no. He thing. put the star, he, he star. But then he just got to lift the elves to put the la- rest on. He said he needed a job. He did not need it. Yeah, because he got to buy soft food now because they took it out of his fucking teeth. What is an Donald <laughs> snowman to do? Like, literally, what kind of job? He gave a job, he, but he's not the, the, the star topper. He's basically... Come on, come on, come back, come back. Come back. Put those back in. Oh, yeah, he ain't getting... Okay. He's not even getting dentures. He's just going to be drinking soup for the rest of his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> we go by quarter in- quarter snap increments, and we are now going to give our rating in the count of three. One. Oh, this is what, what we're going to go for. We're going to do um, Santa, Claus, Santa Claus coming to town first, and then we'll do real. So this is Santa Claus coming to town. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, I should give it. Let's give it one. I'll give it one. You just didn't want to have to defend anything else, did you? (laughs) 
Wow. Okay. We got a one and a half and a quarter. Wow. Okay. Well, this was still better than Mulan. Wow. Exactly. That's the reason I got a quarter. Yes. Really a quarter because it's better than Mulan. It's not Mulan, so it gets a quarter. I got, I, I was creeped out, but I was not outraged. So it was better than Mulan. Yep. I don't know. It sounded like they're both the same, but okay. <laughs> okay. So on the, so on device, why give it a quarter? Just because it of what we talked a, about? It would have gotten a zero, but Mulan still holds that bottom part. And this doesn't Ooh. have cultural appropriation. Okay. So I mean, like, technically it did, but it was more about let's turn it into a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, true. you know, you know, we gotta German. have some Nazi troops. Yeah, it's true. They but they did culturally appropriate some uh LGBTQ shit. <laughs> according to you. Yeah, yeah. Which is very true because that uh there was a lot of twink shit in there. In, uh, Five old guys and a twink, yeah. Making toys. Wow. Practicing said, lap sitting and laughing. He said, I was disenchanted. I can't even do card tricks. I was like, what? <laughs> Your powers are that low? God, dog. <laughs> Why, Marvin, why'd you give it a half? I still maintain this is some of the creepiest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've watched some, like, I've gone out of my way to watch some pretty bad horror movies. This takes, this takes cake. This, this is new. You know, like, American holiday animation. Y'all a horror movie genre on your own. <laughs> I gave it a one because <sighs> of all of all this of all the stuff, they went they went there. They went I don't know where they went, but they went there. They had they tried to explain every little increment of all the traditions of why we do why Christmas does what it does. Even though it's all lies. <laughs> Because it is a pagan holiday, and there's some other real reasons why they put they got a Christmas tree and they got stockings and everything else, but no one's gonna tell the truth. They're gonna make this lie up and say, Yeah, that's the way it is. Believe you it. You know, it's easy to hide the fact when there was in the pre-internet days. <sighs> All right, next one. That altogether, that makes it gonna be one point seven five. Still the better score than Mulan. Scary thoughts. Now we're gonna do. We're gonna rate Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer on account of it. Close your eyes now. One, two, three. Oh, damn! This, they got both the same. Good grief! <laughs> One half and a quarter. Oh, good gosh! Is again, it the same reason? Mulan again, again, better than Mulan. Yep, that's the only reason it's it, getting a quarter. Okay, oh, okay. Now, now I got a comparison. Is this stop animation better or worse than night than Tim Burton stop animation? I like Tim Burton style oh, animation. No. This, I think it's really this cool. was terrible. This Tim is Burton. terrible. What? <laughs> because of and it pain again. It also pains me to say this. Nightmare Before Christmas was a great, great mm. stop animation, even though Tim Burton is a racist. Okay. Right. But but his movie was... No, I, I really like his stop motion animation, just like I like Wallace and Gromit's stop motion yeah. animation and stuff. This The Abominable Snowman I've always found creepy. A well, super creepy. With like those, those oversized pecs and nipples. Nobody needed nipples on the Abominable Snowman. Well... 
It's yeah. it's worse than putting nipples on the Batman suit, <laughs> which are also totally unnecessary. That is true. I mean, it could have been. You don't more... need special nipple armor in that suit. I speak as a former fencer. Just cups, cups. There you go. It's okay. Batman doesn't need a bat card either, but he does have one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> do you not remember watching? Yeah, the movie? I remember that. He was had a bat card. He I had didn't... a bat card. He's Bruce Motherfucking Wayne. I know that would be like him having a LinkedIn account. Like, let's just face it; that's about as relevant as a Bruce Wayne LinkedIn account. <laughs> what, okay, hold up. When you got a Bruce Wayne LinkedIn account. All you gotta say is I'm motherfucking Bruce Wayne. That's you why don't you don't really need a LinkedIn. It. You don't need a LinkedIn account. Might as well be dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't need to put your expertise. It's like saying I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Right. What? I'm Batman. I fight crime. I wear. You think Jeff I'm Bezos a has a LinkedIn account? No. Yes. Yes, he does. He probably does. You are probably gonna go see. He probably like his LinkedIn account probably just has the video. Well, they made it for him. Going coming back from space and that stupid cowboy hat. That's that's probably his profile. His wow, that sounds disturbing. Uh, so once again, the Ra- the Rudolph the Red Ranger got one seven one point seven five, just like Santa Claus is coming to town. <sighs> that's below two. So it's not that bad. It's really bad, but it's not that good. It's really not that good. <laughs> it's really not. It's far from good. <laughs> well, that's our ratings for these two movies. We're going to do one more rant. We're going to do one more Rankin and Bass production. This one, we're going to go into the cartoon side instead of the animation versions. We're going to do, we're going to do um, Frost and Snowman, and we're going to do another one, probably the... Um, why? The, why? <laughs> you got to do Frost and the Snowman. What? It's part of the action. And probably going to talk about the new Because you don't big. like, you, you just don't want to get pussy. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really are trying to avoid <laughs> sex this week, aren't you? Wow, that hurts. <laughs> no, what? No. That's 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 my stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Santa Claus may be coming, but you may not. <laughs> you be fucking the snowman down he's there. He's just gonna be singing. It's cold outside to himself. You're gonna be snowing Baby, on yourself. It's cold. <laughs> You'll be stuffing that stocking with your own. Let's stuff. go into our social medias, <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> give your social media now. Wow, we still have yeah. a- <laughs> my LinkedIn well, we still have Star- listeners. My LinkedIn is Stardomarvin09. Your LinkedIn is Stardomarvin09. Yeah, my LinkedIn. <laughs> my LinkedIn now. My what used to be my gram, which is now my LinkedIn, is Stardomarvin09. Wow. You're trying to get out there, aren't you, Marvin? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're we trying to go the- into another line of work. Oh yeah, we're trying to go into another line of work. <laughs> we need a whole new podcast. Let's feed Marvin. Yeah, it's just yeah, different yeah. foods and different ways we're going to make you money for food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> Y'all scary. <laughs> Auntie Vice. I'm Auntie Vice on most social media. And check out... 
Oh God, what do I need to plug? Um, I'm teaching 30 days of kinky self-discovery starting January 4th. You can take a preview class January 16th at 6 p.m. through wickedgrounds.com. Register for a free ticket today and see if you want to take the class. And I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm going to plug it for both of us. Sharon and I are getting profiled in the New York Times as a couple who had troubles and made it through the pandemic so keep your eyes open for uh tea magazine because we will be in the style section hell yeah Woo! for the yep. tea magazine i thought we were t in... magazine oh, the time. times magazine time. not a teen magazine no you said tea, tea magazine. magazine i was like oh my god we got we got on teen beat <laughs> we're on tiger you know, beat <laughs> you know no that's cool be on tiger beat teach the kids something new oh wow no more of that weird christian shit <laughs> That teaches that Nazi shit. You can find me on Iambic I, I am Poetry Podcast on Iambic Zine on Instagram. Uh, just to let people know on the twentieth, we I will be doing on Sacramento Poetry Center. We're going to have a Sharon jingle, a jangle mingle, a jangle jingle mingle. Check it out. We'll be on Zoom. We'll put it out for you. Just check out on... Check out Sharon's jangles on Zoom. His bojangles? <laughs> His hang jangles. You. you had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. I couldn't help it. I'll let you I really there. couldn't help it. <laughs> Your bojangles. We'll have his snowballs on Instagram. Wow. Okay. <laughs> He'll be promoting Dick in a Box. His Charlie in a Box? His Charlie in a Box. <laughs> This is why I live with people, popcorn snatchers. Wow. <laughs> you chose to have us both as their co-hosts. Yes. And you chose, the, you chose these movies and went further with your next choices, knowing Marvin and I are coming back. Yes. You you could have you could have pulled a Joe Biden and fired our asses, but you decided to keep us on. Why would I do that? Y'all bring entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> so don't you go complaining that we're the problem. <laughs> but, you, but you technically are the problem. <laughs> you're the problem. You're punish solution. me for that. You're the problem. You know what? You're the problem and solution. I I, I applaud both of y'all every time y'all on the show. In yeah, my we- opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I-N-H-O <laughs> but like your lack of lust or everything check out, our, check out our if you have any information or any comment on you watching the movie and saying that if you like it or not like it why don't you put it in the comments below put it into it let us know and we might be reading your comment on the next episode we ain't gonna we're gonna bash it they ain't gonna bash it try it they almost snowman did nothing wrong. <laughs> Say these things are the best things you ever seen in your life. They could be the worst things of your life. Your life could be anything you wanted to be. You could be a dentist. Yes, you could be a dentist. You can want to be a dentist and not an elf. You can who, be a misfit. <laughs> you can be a misfit. Because uh, you got to fit in. With the misfits. You got to fit in. And this time, <laughs> you have to fit in. Mental health is a thing. You didn't trip about that, about the mental health thing. <laughs> Wrap it up. All right. I am Sharon. That is Marvin. That is Auntie Vice. We will see you on the next episode where we go into another Rankin Bass production.
see if they hate it. Take care, everyone. Have fun. Peace. And just like I said before in the beginning, we back. Have happy holidays. <laughs>